Maybe you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the 80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. So, Comedy Butcher's over? Com- well, yes and no. Do you, Well, we canceled the Thursday shows. Oh, has it not been announced that the show, the physical show is done? I mean, I just did it. Yeah. What, did we do it the last one? We talked about it, maybe. Ah, it is done. Yeah, we, we officially confirmed with the venue, we're not doing <clears throat> it. And Jamie, and they didn't, were Jamie fucking, did not care. They were fine He's like, yeah, it. fine, whatever. He's like, oh yeah, tell you, tell you. Yeah, I expected a little like, oh, are you sure? It would have been nice. I don't think he liked it at all. I don't think he did either, but it would have been nice if he said, oh, man. I think he really dislikes me. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I found him that he just seemed always a little frustrated with me. I think he was always disappointed in me. In you? Yeah. Why you? Well, like, we had a talk during one of the one of the first shows we moved to Thursdays where it wasn't good, where it was a bad show, and he's like, you got to start promoting more, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you oh, keep, yeah. Like, that show where it's like, if you don't. Get more people here. We're gonna pull the plug on you. Are you. Do you always think people are upset with you? Oh yeah. Huh. I assume no one likes me unless they tell me they do. Yeah. So that's right. Can you uh, tell me you like me, Max? We'll see how this this podcast goes. I hear you. <laughs> That'll depend on your performance. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you better crush. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> tell me a joke. <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> People, it's crazy how often, I mean, pe- how isn't it just accepted that you shouldn't ask a comedian to tell a joke? Uh, yeah, but people who aren't comics don't know that. I guess you're right. It's just it's just amongst comics that people. I mean, if you met a psychologist just in a bar, you're like, dude, let me tell you about my problem. You would do that. And it, no, I wouldn't. Well, most, I would never do that. Most people, if you were... I'm very cool. No, you're not. If you were friendly <laughs> with a psychologist in a non-professional setting, you would ask them advice for just something. Like, you wouldn't... Hes- you may not do it, but you wouldn't hesitate to do it. Because, of course you would. You're a good guy. Or, if you know, like a, a, derm- a skin doctor, you're like, dude, what is this? You do that. No, I wouldn't. Of course you would. I would not ask yes, a you dermatologist. Would. <laughs> you're yelling because our cans are low. But uh, <laughs> you're going to listen back to this and be like, what was I doing? Well, I was yelling because you think yelling is funny. So It is. Yeah, it's that was pretty funny. It was the, um, height, the height of comedy. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> uh, I don't think if there was a dermatologist, I'd be like, hey, can I talk to you about my skin? Well, if you had a and spot, just, if you had a spot in your skin that you were worried about, and there's a dermatologist no. right there without a copay, no. you would absolutely ask them. No, you who steal everything would absolutely ask for free advice. Wouldn't do it, of course. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it. All right, good for you, Max. So I'm back to drinking. Are we okay on levels here, Will? All right, so fine. you fell off the wagon. <clears throat> yeah. Well, here's what happened. You have a problem. So I was uh, texting with this girl I'm going to go out with. Yeah. And it was going well. Okay. And this is a girl who hit me up, sounds, by the way. Sounds good. Yeah. She's real pretty. I bet. Yeah. From Canada. Oh, exotic. PhD student. <laughs> Want to see a funny uh, Canadian text I got? Okay, sure. <laughs> what makes it Canadian? Your banter. Well, what makes it Canadian? I'll, let me bring it up for you. Well, because you're taking a while here. That's because I got to I'm, I'm There's dead air, Max. My phone. It's not dead air. It kind of so. is. Here's what it is. Uh, she says, um, 
Well, th- this sort of this is like a jump to the future. But today she's like she she canceled on me for the date tonight, and she's like, "Hi Max, I'm not feeling well and have to cancel for tonight. Sorry to miss it." Doesn't that just sound like Kids in the Hall to you? I guess, although not as funny. It's not funny at all. Yeah, it's not trying to be but funny. I'm saying Kids in the Hall was funny. Yeah, but fuck Joe, you know what I mean? Well, I didn't because you didn't articulate clearly. Doesn't it just sound like Canada talk? Sure, it sounds awkwardly polite. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I thought that's funny. I wonder if she has a crazy accent. Or what if she's just like, I'm going to blow this guy off because it was a bad idea to ask a comedian out. Well, that might that might be what's happening. Yeah. Joe, that, what happened, has that crossed your mind? Well, the drinking part, uh, here's why, what caused me to start drinking is like we were texting, figuring out a place. Because she was like out of the country. You were going to some... go for coffee, right? Uh, Yes. So we were trying to figure out a, a time to go, um, and she had been out of the country on some PhD bullshit, uh-huh. um, and then she came back, and we are trying to figure out a time to go, and as soon as I suggested a place, it was just like radio silence for like two hours, and I'm like, oh, the whole world has ended, everything's dark, but I was going to Monteverde that night, and I was like, Quee, let's just get drunk before, and then we, we went to Reed's, and we had one shot, and then she's like, yeah, that sounds great, I'm really looking forward to it. So a two-hour delay in a response led to you falling off the wagon. Yes. And now you're just okay with it. Yeah. How's the drinking been since you have it? Very light. Okay. So what does that mean? That means I had, like, two drinks, Monteverde night, maybe a few more than that. Uh-huh. Uh, then the I went to a restaurant yesterday. I had a drink. Okay. So you think you need to have just one? Yeah. You think? Yeah. All right. Well, good luck. I'm a little upset you didn't call me when you felt weak. I was hanging out with Quee. Okay, but like I can sponsor you. Monteverde is so good. Yeah, that's what you told me over the phone today. We talked today on the phone. I'm just you, saying we you had just a re- took the tone of voice of scolding. I'm just saying we had We talked on the phone telling, about the restaurant. I was telling the listeners <laughs> that we've already talked about this. We've had we've had a friendship outside of the podcast <laughs> for months. <laughs> Um, you said it was a great restaurant. Oh, it's so good. I'm very happy. Such for good you. pasta. It doesn't have a. It didn't get a Michelin star. And I read an interview with the director of Michelin. Apparently, he got so many complaints that it didn't get a star that he like explained why. Why didn't it get one? Because he's like, it's like, he's like, it's really good Italian food. He's like, I love it, but it's Italian food. Italian food doesn't deserve a star. That was kind of my stance. That's fucked up. Like Spiaggia has a star. Yeah, what's, what's the deal there, man? Yeah, the the chef from um, Monteverde was the executive chef at Spiaggia and started okay. her own place. She's a top chef consistent. So, I'm probably gonna try that at some point. Dude, it's it's wonderful. All right. Did, did I tell you about the ragu? Yeah, you said there was so much of it that you thought you took half of it when you really took a quarter of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, sounds God, great. It was magical. Uh, so it's I did magical. I did my taxes this week. Are you getting money back? Uh, well, yeah, because I didn't really make anything last year. How much are you getting? Uh, sixteen hundred. Holy shit! That's because I overpaid in taxes two years ago. That's how much I got. Yeah, I know. Except I actually we're didn't... equal levels of wealth. Okay, <laughs> but here's the thing. All right, so what does it feel like to be rich like me? I can't tell you yet, Max. I haven't made <laughs> as many poor decisions as you. <laughs> you come to all the restaurants I go to. <laughs> Okay, touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the, all the like dumb shit I do is like I'm ninety percent of it. I bring you to because the only one I know has any money. <laughs> oh, that's very sweet of you. I thought it was because we were good friends. I mean, you, we, come on. I'll go, oh, fine. Finish your thought. I was gonna say my accountant has a pretty uh, stellar client roster. So in addition to me, uh, he is the accountant for Chicago Comedy Luminaries, Martin Morrow, and Andy Boyle. <laughs> 
listener rapists. <laughs> and he's like, we were talking about it after we paid my taxes because we're bu- like me and my accountant are buddies. Like he's a friend of a good college buddy of mine. That's how we met. Yeah. And he's like, dude, don't get, please don't get into trouble. And I said, dude. If I ever rape anyone, I will murder them. Don't worry. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Wait, so That's does he have problem. insight about what happened to them? Uh, he told me that Andy's like, maybe, but I was drunk, so I don't think I did, but I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. That's what Andy said to him? Yeah. And uh, he didn't really talk about it with Martin. He just knew Martin had, like, problems. And I did told it him affect the them financially or something? I mean, I'm, we're not going to talk finances. He's not going to tell me what other people are making. It's crazy that he knows about that, though. Like, oh, why yeah. would that factor in with an accountant? Uh, well, I guess Andy messaged him. He's like, dude, you're going to hear some weirdly fucked up shit about me. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. But he told me that because I knew he had Martin. Like, I found out about that years ago, which was weird. Like, I don't know how my accountant, he also has Scanlon. Those are the only comics he has. Uh, I don't know how he ended bunch. up. I know. <laughs> and me. I don't yeah. know how we ended up You're with this collection. One. Thank you. With this collection You're of comics. You're better. I prefer you to Andy Boyle, Martin Morrow, and Kyle Scanlon. It's one of the nicer things you've said to me. No, it's not. Okay, fair enough. That's not even close. Okay, but you were trying to make fun of you me. You could still be a piece of shit. You were making fun of me. I wasn't making fun of you. Yeah, you were. You were saying, yeah, you're above this really ridiculously low bar. That's not making fun of you. Kind of. No. All right, well, we're going to agree to disagree. It's kind of a neutral statement. Like, basically, everyone is above those three. Yeah, but you're, you just I stated mean, a fact. A nice guy. You just stated a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Not making. You're so fucking sensitive. You're a regular Do you like Will. Me? <laughs> <laughs> old, old bitch producer Will. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Joe. You just hurt Will's feelings. <laughs> so I thought you'd like hearing about. Uh, Coming in hot. My accountant's Will's going to be texting for the rest of the episode. <laughs> so my accountant helps embezzle all that Andy Boyle rape money that he, <laughs> that he made from his book sales. Damn. He also told me that he has a client. He wouldn't tell me who. who Because uh, he asked me about crypto. He's like, are you interested in Bitcoin? And he's like, all right, because I'm telling nobody to get into it unless you really understand blockchain and can, like, mine your own stuff. He's like, but I do have a client who eight years ago invested in Bitcoin, and now he has $10 million. <laughs> which, I mean, made me like, f- which made me feel terrible. Yeah, imagine how Tim.com feels. <laughs> well, how long has Tim been doing it? He's been doing it basically since he started, but he made a few bad decisions, and he's not wrong for making them. But, like, if he would have just – he bought Bitcoin to buy drugs, like, 10 years ago. Okay. And if he would have just held on to that Bitcoin, he would have have like, – he would literally have, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yep. It's fucked up. And and he knows that. That's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, it makes me want to kill myself just thinking about it. It doesn't make me want to – to me, it's like, oh, the restaurants I could go to. Yeah, but t- the idea that, oh, I'd be so set for life, I could do anything I wanted, but I'm just me. Like, it was that close and didn't even occur to me. Yeah, to but it. you know, if you got that money, it would level out. Oh, I'm not saying I would feel good about myself, Yeah, but it would be like one box checked that is not going to be checked. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of your boxes is get crazy rich. Yeah. Well, get rich <laughs> enough where I never have to worry about money ever again. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be dope. You could do whatever. Yeah. I think it's one of the worst boxes, though. Why? I don't. I, I. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that it's. I'm. I, th- I, I. Maybe it's not the one of the worst boxes, but I think that there is. It has the greatest gulf between how much you think it would be great and how little it would live up to how oh, much you think it would. There's. 
it, it would be stupid to say, oh, once I'm rich, I'll be super happy. <clears throat> like yeah. that that's illogical, but it is very fair to say once I'm rich, I won't have to worry about money anymore. That's true. That, that's undeniably true. Yeah. And I think there's a level of freedom that would come with that, even though it would probably end up being crippling because now I, what do I do? I can do anything. What should I do? I would It'd go to every restaurant. I know you know what you would do. I would become Andy Haley. You would become one of those uh, foodie bloggers. Yeah, that's Andy Haley's the king of them. Is he? Yeah. Well, I thought that Jew annoying guy was the king of them. That Jew annoying guy? That annoying Jew guy. Oh, the Run DMC guy? Yeah, now you're you know not what... the annoying Jew guy. Now though. that I inverted Jew and annoying, you now you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you're an annoying Jew guy. What is that? Oh, the Jew annoying guy. <laughs> Jew annoying is odd phrasing. It is odd phrasing, but you should have known what no, I meant. Andy Haley's the only one that. Andy Haley's the only guy in the world who's been to every three Michelin star he's restaurant. He's not Jewish, though, right? No, he's like British. Okay. Well, who cares? That's not how care works. Okay. That's literally the opposite of how care works. Oh, uh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care unless he's Jewish. <laughs> but I, I just, oh, I'm obsessed with him. Why? I think he's the only one who knows. You think his palate is the right palate? Yeah. You don't think there's any nuance and people could like different things? No, there is, but I think that he represents the most, like, astute, I mean, okay, Learned, say, for example, learned. Will likes something, and yeah. we can all agree Will is wrong. For sure. Right? Like, Will doesn't like good yeah. things. Will has such bad taste that he almost has, like, perfect taste, and that when he tells you something <laughs> you is know bad, it's you gonna know it's going to be delightful. This is a great episode for Will not to have a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking this beer right now that's been in the fridge for the past, like, month, and Will's always like, don't drink that beer. And it was, it's that's great. disgusting. It's I great tried beer. it. And then... I poured it because it was one of the only beers left, and both Joe and I are like, "This is a. It's not just good. It's like it's very terrific." <laughs> I feel like we're hurting Will's feelings. Oh, of course we're hurting Will's feelings. <laughs> are we hurting your feelings? No. Uh, <laughs> Can not, anything hurt your feelings? That's not the no you say. <laughs> no. <laughs> he just took a deep exhalation. He did. So, <laughs> so you don't think someone like his taste is valid? If he, no. he he likes things a lot, there are things you like, right, Will? Yes. Yeah. So why is he wrong and Andy Haley's right? Um, I don't think he has as wide a frame of reference. Okay, but that doesn't make his opinion less valid, does it? Well, here's the thing. I've told you about my grapefruit thing, right? Yeah, you just had to learn to appreciate it. Yeah, and once I did. Now I like grapefruit. Sure. That was like a step I took towards understanding what that type of food can be. Okay. I think Andy Haley has taken more of those steps than anyone else. That's fair. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong in, in saying that his palate is the best palate or yeah. most correct palate. But That's what I'm saying. But there's levels of enjoyment that people experience that are going to differ from his, and that doesn't make them Sure, less but I'm bad. interested in his. Okay. Why don't you go work for him? I don't think he's hiring. Dude, I just love your tongue. I love your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> I feel like we've upset Will. <laughs> well, Will should be at least a little hurt. Impossible. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Will just said it's not possible to hurt his feelings. I think it's very possible. I mean, not by insulting my taste. Yeah. Will doesn't care if we insult his taste as well. He likes he noodles. Yeah, me. What? <laughs> hey, he liked that one. That was good. Oh, uh, I I got it now. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're noodles. Sure I am. <laughs> I think only I call you that. Uh, yeah, but there are other older people call me that too. Call you noodles? Yeah. It's a better name. It was what my dad was called, <clears throat> and I was called nudes. See, I don't like nudes. Why? Because it's too cool. No, it's too it's Gross? too on the nose. Okay. It's like, of course you call him nudes. It's just a short. It's just a shortening of the loves boobs. It's just a shortening of the name. No, it's not quite that. It's that it's the it's the sexy implication. Okay. That makes it appealing to people. But I prefer noodles. I like the syntax of it. There's this movie, uh, Once Upon a Time in America. You might like it. It's a 1940s era. It's it's. I like old movies. No, now. he doesn't like old. He he likes old movies once now that they're Japanese. Uh, it's from like the They've 80s. Been Japanese. Well, old movies just didn't become <laughs> Japanese. Yeah, but you like them when you found out they could be Japanese. I'll probably watch some other ones too. But it's a movie from the 80s that I'm takes place man. in the 40s. Sure you are. But I love film. It's got a gangster in it. Anything filmic, <laughs> I I enjoy. You. All right, fine. <clears throat> I'm self-taught. <laughs> in everything. That's why you're not very good at anything. <laughs> I have an architecture degree. <laughs> what is this movie? Uh, it's, it's So Robert De Niro plays a is Jewish a gangster. Is it short? No. No. It's a, it's a, long... <laughs> it's a long... He plays a Jewish gangster. That's cool. nicknamed Noodles. Whoa! Yeah. I love it. My dad, my whole life, has hated gangster movies, and I feel like it's got something to do with that. He hates gangster movies. My dad's got weird fucking taste. He walked out of Pulp Fiction. He hates The Godfather. He th- yeah. he hates anything that idealizes uh, the the mob at all. Yeah. He's like, it shouldn't be looked at in the positive light whatsoever. It really rubs him the wrong way. He and I think that's He doesn't care why. at all for global warming. Uh, well, so much so that he doesn't even believe in it. <laughs> that's how much he hates it. <laughs> Noodleman's dad... Voted for Trump because he's anti-global warming. Yeah, well, that and the he, craziest that sentence. and he hated Clinton, but I think it was the global warming thing that he hangs his hat on. Oh man, good for him. Yeah. Seen him for brunch on Saturday. Trump's a great man. Sure, stock market way he up. He got us both sixteen hundred dollars back. Uh, I don't think that happened. I think I didn't make any money last year, so I got sixteen hundred dollars back. You for sure. Trump's been great for you. Yeah, yeah. I love him. Congratulations. He's a brilliant. Man, <laughs> he's a brilliant. <laughs> you can't just use an adjective. <laughs> so he's a brilliant. <laughs> so you did uh, Lincoln Lodge, and you felt nothing. Oh right, Lincoln Lodge was is like one of the better shows in the city. Yeah, you've done it now three re- times. Yeah, and you crushed. And yeah, you, this is the best. This is the best set on Lincoln Lodge. And I ever you had. and you didn't care. Not at all. Okay, so no. you think you're done, done with stand up. I'm at least on a hard break. Okay. I mean, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll be back at some point, but I I, I I don't think I'll ever go back to the thing where it's like, I want to be the best stand-up. I want to make this my career. Yeah, but we've talked about that. You don't know if it's possible to do stand-up without that. No, I don't think it is. I don't even think it's possible to do stand-up at a low level without that. Without that need to be the best? Yeah. Yeah, but aren't there comics who know that they're never going to be the best, who still care? I don't know. Who? Uh, I think you think that, and then if you if you got them in the right conversation, you'd be surprised. Okay, like Augie Smith. I don't know much about him. Okay, but like he's been he he's been around long enough where clearly it's not going to happen. He kind of strikes me as a guy who is like stuck in it. Yeah, I I agree. You can be stuck in it, but do you think he's still driven by the idea he's going to be the best? Because I don't. No, but I think he's let go of the fact that like yeah, I'm never going to be that guy. I bet he feels pretty bad. I bet he doesn't feel great. I, to him, I bet it feels like an office job. Maybe. But 
as office jobs go, it's not that bad. I think it's pretty bad. Why? Dude, I hate I hate traveling for stand up. Like I hate it. How you've, you've done, never done it, right? I've done it a, like not, but not much. Like I did. Uh, do you ever do? Do you ever stay out of town for more than one day? It fucking. I did a weekend. Sucks. I did two shows in Michigan, separated by a day. Did so you I like it? Weekend. Not really. That was I did this festival at a house where I did seven minutes. Uh, <laughs> who's that guy I met? Brad. God, he was on Conan like two Wenzel. months. Brad Wenzel, he's a super Very nice funny. guy. I did the best on that show where he, that he was on, but it was just a living room show, so who cared? But I got to hang out with him, and then two days later, I did that show in. He's a good joke writer. Oh yeah, he's a very good comic. And then it, that was in Lansing, and then it showed in Grand Rapids like two days later, for this packed room where it was like the road hackiest hacks did well, where the guy who did the best just asked the people in the front row, "Do you want to suck my dick?" And he crushed. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, he was. Oh, he was brilliant writer. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. So it was like a weird fucking trip. It felt like I'm glad I did this, but I didn't get paid anything. Yeah, I lost money going, like a chunk of money paying for gas in a hotel. So I'm like, no, I don't want to do the road. And I could totally get the idea that like it's not fun, especially if you're not headlining. But even headlining doesn't mean it's going to be fun most of the time. I don't time. want a headline. What part of it? The the time or the time. pressure? You don't want to do an hour. No. Have you ever thought about wanting to do an hour? Abstractly. And it was never attractive to you? I mean, now I often, it's often a matter of whether I'm going to do 10 or 15, and mm-hmm. I'd always rather do 10. Really? Yeah, because it's not like I'm doing, like, now I'm not doing a new anything, but, like, when I when I have new time I want to do on a show, it's never more than two minutes. So, like, when I if I do 10 or 15, it's just a matter of how much more of my backlog am I going to use. See, for me, I feel like, oh, there's multiple jokes I would like to, or, like, I want to do that I would like to be able to flesh out. I don't give a fuck. So, like, when I did 15 on Tuxedo Cat, I was like, oh, yes, I don't have to do 10. I could go a little long here. And I can play with it more. I don't fucking care. All right. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not a matter of right or wrong. It's just sure. Like, it's a palette thing. <clears throat> yeah, and I have yeah. a great palette. Okay. I read Andy Bahili's blog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a sign of an advanced this is a mind. Aside, I just have. Yeah, you're not very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ed, the owner of the space, was like, "You guys can move back to Mondays, but you don't think we want to do that." Or you don't think you want to do that? Do you I'm, want to do it? I don't know. Like, I'm not wild about I'm not like, oh, yeah, we got to do that. But if it, in theory, if there was a world in which, oh, it was just fun the way it was six, seven months ago, would you want to do that again? Sure. I mean, it wouldn't be a strong want. <laughs> like, if, if I could just show up and I knew 25 people are going to come and we could riff up top and just book our friends and, like, people that are good, um, sure, I'd do that. I don't want to do one lick of work. Well, we didn't do any work before. We did some work. Before we had to switch to Thursdays and charge 10 bucks. what did we do? I guess you're right. Exactly. We did nothing. We just showed up. Yeah. If Listen, you guys want to pull the levers? So pull we, the levers. If we want to do the work? I'll sit in the shotgun seat looking at my phone and just show up to crush. I don't think I've ever liked you less than I do in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> there was a I texted you the other day I think I was seeing a movie 
Uh-huh. We were like gonna get a meal or something, and I was at a movie, and you're like, "Wait, you were in the movie?" Yeah, you're like, "Wait, are you? Have you showed up to the movie yet?" And I'm like, "I said, no, I'm at the movie right now. I text during movies because I'm a progressive millennial." And I said, "There's nothing about that text that I like, yeah. <laughs> or I hate everything yeah. about that text." <laughs> Did you appreciate that? Because you didn't respond. Uh, I thought it was funny. Good. <laughs> 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 it didn't bother me at all. <laughs> it shouldn't have. I didn't think you were thin-skinned enough to be bothered by something like that. Um, I'm definitely thin-skinned, Are but you? uh, sure. All right. Had you bombed on Lincoln Lodge, would you have cared? Sure. Would you? Yeah. You think so? You didn't care that you crushed, but you, if you bombed, it would have bothered you. Well, Leah Abuav went up before me, and okay. she did like good, and I was worried I was going to do bad, and she'd do better than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, did everyone do well? Uh, no. Aaron Grother did this, like, fucking... Well, yeah. ...skit. She did this thing where she, like, pretended to be Dolly Parton, and I was just like, who is this for? Did it bum? It did. I mean, it was a very hot Lincoln Lodge, but it sure. was, like... <clears throat> it just wasn't... A lot of it bombed. Sure. She had never done it before, and it's like, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. You're a fan of Dolly Parton, so you just talk about Dolly Parton on stage. It's not for you. It's for the audience. You, f- Well, okay. So conceited. Okay, well, part of me respects that if, like, she's trying to do it in a way where she just wants to make sure she likes it herself. Isn't that a reasonable thing to do, even though it's probably going to bomb? Well, practice. Okay, but that's the argument that says you got to be the best. Maybe she's saying, I just want to f- have fun with this. It's not just that. It's like I know I know lots of guys that would kill to do Lincoln Lodge that have never done it that would do their best. 10. I understand that for sure. It's insulting to them. Is it? That you're just gonna fuck around. You can't even do as well as them doing your best ten. Okay. And I know guys that can't get on this who would who would crush you. Well, like what if Hannibal went to Lodge and just fucked around and semi bombed? Hannibal's a draw. But what if he popped in without people knowing? He's it's just his presence is exciting. Even if Hannibal popped in, fucked around for ten minutes, I had a better set than him. People would go home, tell their friends they saw so, Hannibal. Yeah, of course. Hannibal is valuable in that way. Just some just some local comic who's doing a skit. So you think having cachet earns you the right to fuck around? Celebrity cachet, sure. So you're not allowed to fuck around on stage and risk bombing unless you're a name. If you, I think Joe McMahon is allowed to. Unless fuck you're around. able to do well while you're, I'm saying, I'm saying, earn the right to bomb. <clears throat> like Hannibal's earned the right to not be that great because he's who he is. I don't, I don't have a code about this. But that's kind of your argument is like, because my point being, if we're, we've been talking a lot, if you can find a way to do stand up that you enjoy it, even if you don't care how you feel in comparison to others, like that would be what Aaron did. If I were to defend that. It's yeah. like, yeah, she's just trying to do something she wants to do, even though it's not good. But your argument of, like, there are people who want to do this show who can't get booked on this show, and you're going to fuck around on something they would make sure to do well on? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I totally understand that, but that's the perspective of this is important. Her perspective, arguably speaking, I'm just psychologizing for her, is, no, this should be fun, and I'm going to do what I think is fun. Do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I have no idea what to say in response. Um, but when Hannibal does it, it's fine because he's a, he's people are going to like seeing Hannibal anyway. First of all, I don't think that's going to happen with Hannibal. I'm sure Hannibal has sets that aren't great. 
I know, but I think Hannibal fucking around will do pretty well. Of course it will. He's got enough. People are going to like him enough. They're not going to let him fail. Well, that's if for, enough. If for no other reason. That's enough. Sure. But then we're saying in order to get to that place where you don't care about the audience, you just do what you want, you have to be able to do well. Or maybe wait until you've done stand-up for more than two years. Well, Aaron's been around for more than two years. I don't think so. Aaron Grother? Yeah, I think I was like a year and a half in when she started. Oh, you think you remember when she started? I do. I do. I was at her first mic. It was okay. Cody's. Then she's around way less than I thought she was. <laughs> All right. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, now I can hear myself. Ooh, what creamy. was that? What'd you What'd you do, Will? You're just pointing at a knob and not he saying what it is. He hit a button. That's but what has did. it changed our levels over there? We're f- the same over there, but now we can actually hear ourselves. It's much. It's very nice hearing myself. <clears throat> yeah, Max listens to the podcast just to listen to them, just to listen to himself on his way to work. One hundred percent true. <laughs> you were so mad the other day. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was kind of a bit. <laughs> I thought that was funny. We gotta get. We gotta get Will's mic back up. Ah, who cares? Nah, we'll do it. Uh, he, doesn't want, he doesn't want to talk. Yeah, we've been playing off Will this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at on time, Will? 30 minutes. We're 30. He lights us. Okay, well, I wanted to know how to pace the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know when to ask where we're at. Yes. <laughs> Something better than when you're watching a 10-minute set, and at minute seven, someone goes, where am I at right now? Yeah, exactly. Really maintains the momentum. Yeah, especially in a short set. <laughs> 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 like, you don't know where you're at? Okay. When I did Lodge, uh, Stalter took a, a flash picture of me, and I was like, am I, like, over time? <laughs> it was very frustrating. It was just because you were doing well? No, she, I think she's just... Taking maybe, photos of everyone? She's just taking pictures of people. Gotcha. Yeah, that can get confusing. There have been... Two of, like, the last several shows I've done, it's like, I can't tell. Did you light me? Like, I think you did. Don't take flash... Flash photography looks awful. Yeah, you should not do it. My dad is a photographer who t- does flash photography. It's like, what are you doing, dad? Oh, why I, I, I kind of offended my dad the other day. What happened? Because, uh, so, I went to that restaurant, Monteverde. It's a uh-huh. pasta restaurant. And the last time I was in New York, my dad took me to this, like, very, very well-known pasta restaurant in New York called Morea. And I, I regret saying this, but I was like... If someone had said this to me, it wouldn't have bothered me. But my dad's really sensitive, and I was like, I was like, dude, I went and we've been trying to go to Monteverde, and I finally got there, and I was like, dude, Monteverde was really great. The pasta made Morea's pasta look bad. Uh oh. And it really bothered him. He's like, well, I hope it wasn't that bad because I thought that was a really special experience. Oh. And <laughs> you, that was him throwing the ball around with you, and you saying that wasn't that great. Yeah. I found someone better to throw the ball around with. <laughs> That's exactly what you did to your father. Yeah, I felt pretty bad. You and then should. I, and then I just responded. And I said, Maria was great. <laughs> I have a memory like that with my dad, where we went to the White Sox World Series in 2005. He got he had a, a he's a real rich friend who sits right behind home plate who. Uh, had a gambling problem, went broke, slept on my dad's couch, and now he's a billionaire. Oh. Um, and so he goes to every White Sox game, sits right behind the plate, and when they went to World Series, he gave my dad tickets as a, like, he wants to do my dad favors because he bailed them out all those years ago. And they were playing the Astros, and my dad's, like, been a Sox fan most of his life. And I'm like, man, I really kind of like the Astros. And he's, like, just that sentence in his, I could see in his face, like, what? Like it's not the same thing as yours. Like mine, you know, I'm I'm nicer to my dad than you are. But I still think about that. I still think about I hurt my dad's feelings by saying I kind of like this other team. <laughs> You're going to Royster with my parents on Sunday. Are you excited? Yeah. You've been there once or twice. Once. Okay. Just for lunch. We're going for dinner. So they just come in for the weekend? No, they're just coming for dinner. What's the drive in? Like two, three hours? No. 
It's like hour twenty. Okay, they're like just over the border. Yeah, they're okay. they're like southeastern. They're right by Milwaukee. Gotcha. That's cool. They do that all the time. Yeah, every few months. I mean, that's like going out to the suburbs. I love it, yeah. and they uh, and they let me pick the restaurant. And you always go to somewhere nice. Well, I can't go to too nice. A place. I know, but you can go somewhere nice enough. Yeah, yeah. Like I tried to go into this place, El Shea Bar, and they were like, "That's too pricey." How much was it? It's not that much. It was. I mean, the, some of the entrees were like the steaks. It's it's like a really good Brazilian steak place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the steaks would be like forty plus. I mean, you can go to something like Fogo de Chao. Do you have an interest in that? This is like Fogo de Chao, but like a much better version. Can you? Is it all you can eat? No, because Fogo is all you can eat. But the, I'm just saying, it's like, Fogo is a good experience. I'm not going to Fogo to fucking Chow. Why not? I'm just not. I'm not doing it. Why? Because if my parents are coming in, they let me pick a place. I'm not going to pick a place I could have went to in Minneapolis. Okay, I understand like why it's not alluring, but it doesn't mean you can't have like a really good meal there. I don't want to go to Fogo to Chow. All right. Well, you got to try it once, Max. No, I don't. Why? It's a fucking chain. So what? That doesn't mean it can't be good. I agree it's never going to be as good as the Michelin places. But you Why would s- I go there and not El Shea Bar? Because it's all you can eat. Oh, Joe. That's a legitimate reason. Aren't you offended by yourself? I mean, I understand from your perspective why that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been... I feel like from your perspective it should be wrong. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole all you I can just, eat, I'm very surprised to hear you take this stance. But the whole all you can like that's a legitimate selling point. Even if you think it's not as worth as much I as can't the flavor. Tell you how little I care about all you can eat. There are people who care about that, Max. I know there are people who care about, and it's that. pretty good. There's people who the meat there is pretty care good. Care about neo Nazism. You're comparing all you can eat buffets with neo Nazis. You know who probably likes Fogo de Chao? There's people who walk around with tiki torches. Think about it. Okay, but those are that's a weird Venn diagram you just drew. I'm sure there are plenty of people who like tiki torches who don't like all you can eat. You know what I meant. I knew what you meant. My point stands. I've kind won of, this argument. I don't know about that. You've lost. <laughs> <laughs> this is a crushing defeat for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys have an opinion about this debate, My please. My points are salient as fuck. Please text Max and tell us who won this debate. Oh, Will's 414-418-7720. Yeah, it's just for Will's brother. Oh. Just text Max and tell him what you think about Fogo de Chao. God, Fogo de Chao. I'm not saying it's great, but like, if you're into that sort of thing, it's fine. If you're into bullshit. If you're in a shitload of meat, that's just what you do there. It's just a shitload of meat, Max. God. It's pretty good. I want to go to El Shea Bar. Uh, kinda. I do want to go. So how did? How, it's just you order off the menu there. Yeah. It's not even pre-fixed. It's, no, it's not. It's a la carte. It's good. I've been getting into a la carte places. Yeah, it's, an, it's you, like, you ran out of the pre-fixed places. No, I got more. Yeah, I, of course there are more, but like you're running out. You can't do them forever. Not for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, but I are think... Are there that I, many? There's a... No, I mean, the issue is it's like... I Here's the thing. I don't really want to go to one unless I think it can be up there. You know what I mean? Well, like, like Smith you, was disappointing. I, I agree. And then you wanted to go to Acadia, and then you heard bad things about it. You heard, yeah. you heard frozen meat, and like, whoa, that's a turnoff. I'm not going... I'm not... Yeah, I'm not fucking with that. And then 16, you still want to do that. 16, I'm probably going to do next week. Yeah. I decided if you don't want to go, I'm going to go by myself. <laughs> okay. What night do you want to go? As soon as possible. Well, that doesn't answer the question. Monday? Well, you can try just going after the podcast next week. 
Yeah, we could do that. Okay. But that involves more waiting than I want to do. Oh, yeah. Two more days of waiting. Yes. Yeah. I understand. I don't like waiting. I understand how time works. I thought about trying to go to Alinea tonight. (laughs) (laughs) When are you trying to do that by? The reservations haven't opened up yet, right? Well, it's complicated. Because it depends. There's like three different levels, and if you do the lowest level, we could have got in tonight. Oh, that's so. What? That's like the 120 level. No, it's like 200. It's still the lowest level. Is still 200. Yeah, it's 10 to 14 courses. Okay, what's the highest level? Um, Below the kitchen table. 340. For how many courses? 16 to 18. Jesus. <laughs> so for an extra uh, four to six courses, it's like an extra. It's not. It's not just the number of courses. Oh, what else is it? It's the there. It's a different meal. It's totally different. I'm sure that there are some things that are the same, but it's yeah. like it's a lot more. I bet. Yeah. I and mean, we'll go sometime. It's gonna fucking happen. The issue is now. There's a lot of people that want to go. You mean comics? Yeah. Because you talked it up so much. Well, Gasper, I really want to go with Gasper. It's fun going out to eat with Gasper because, like, Gasper, like, Gasper and I went to this place last night, and it was good, but it wasn't that good. But it was fun to go with him because he's like, dude. Because you have these moments with him where he goes like, dude, that's fucking, dude, that was nuts. <laughs> and I, I enjoy that. You trying to say he's a better dinner committee than I am? No, I like you for different reasons. Why? Because you're more, you're uh, very harsh. Well, yeah, I'm tough to, I'm hard to please. Man. Like it was fun when we went to Schwa and to see you freak out a little. Yeah, because it's real. That's good. the only time I've ever seen you do. Also, you were high. Yeah, but it was real good. You want to want to remember at, when we were at Schwa? There was this one point where you go, uh, you go when you went to Oshival and you were high. You cried. Aren't you gonna cry now? <laughs> cry. <laughs> and I was like, Joe, what do you stop it? What do you mean? <laughs> I, I agree with me. It got a little intense because <laughs> I was really high. <laughs> I gotta go back to Schwa. That's yeah. my favorite restaurant. Yeah, I'm probably going to go back at some point. I'm going to go back. My issue is, like, I want a new menu. Yeah, but you're never going to know. I, w- I mean, I would be delighted to have that exact same menu. Yeah, but if you want to wait for a new menu, you got to wait at least four or five months, right? I would say at least. Yeah, probably six. Yeah, I would say I would say six. Uh, I would hope a lot of the things are different. Mm-hmm. I would love to eat that cuttlefish again, though. Yeah, I would love to eat I, that whole meal I would have again. Yeah, that was just wonderful. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't cry. <laughs> you cried at a bologna sandwich. No, it was a foie gras terrine. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, except your apology. Yeah, the fact that you remember what you cried over. Bologna sandwich was very good, though. Yeah, I bet. These pants are too tight. Yeah, I don't like skinny jeans, Max. I'm more of a boot cut guy. They look great. Thanks. No, <laughs> you see what I did there. I see what you did. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't good at all. It was clever. No, it wasn't. That was like the guy who thinks he's funny in high school. You look like you're in pain. I'm not in pain. Okay. I just want to eat. <laughs> you just want to eat at next? Well, I did. Yeah, I want to work at next. What? Why? Why didn't you do next tonight? We couldn't have got in. It was oh, actually was for next Wednesday. Gotcha. And I don't think it's a good idea to go. Because this is this is the first week. Oh yeah, you should of their give, them a, menu. give them a week to get used to. Yeah, the I menu. read a review and they said that the kitchen usually doesn't like stabilize for like two weeks. Gotcha. Which is so cool. Yeah, that is. Like they don't even really know how to do it. But you don't see a value in spreading it out at all. Because I kind of want to start spreading them out a little bit. No, Just I, I don't see like that the like the super expensive meals like sixteen's two twenty five, not counting the wine pairing, which is going to be at least a hundred dollars. 
probably 115, right? Something like that. Yeah. And then tax and tip, like it's going to be a $400 meal. Yeah, but if you do it later, it's the same amount. Okay, but you can't do that like every two weeks. Why? Well, I mean, you can, but then your bank statement said you spent $1,100 on restaurants last month. Yeah, but people paid me back for a lot of stuff. What does that mean? Like when, when we went to Smith, I paid for both of us, then you paid me back in cash. Yeah. Well, I think that happened twice. Okay. So you're saying you only spent $700 on restaurants? Yeah. Yeah, much, much more reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Everyone should spend that much money on restaurants. I'm making a lot of money right now. I hear you, Max. Yeah. Save it. For what? For retirement. Didn't you want to be rich? I am rich. Oh, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, it is. It doesn't work if you're spending it all year. Here's how getting rich works. You get rich, then you are rich. <laughs> well, I did the getting, and now I'm doing the being. <laughs> and it feels great. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying future you could be richer than present you. Future me isn't me. What does that mean? I'm me. <laughs> and now is presence. You sound like you're an episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I, what I said, I do feel strongly. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> and now is now. Later doesn't even exist. No one's even seen it. You got a good point there, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. Okay. Okay, but imagine if past you had invested in Bitcoin eight years ago. Past me was a fool. <laughs> past me doesn't have the knowledge I now have. Okay, well, what about the current you in relation to the future you? Maybe you're, to, to the future you, you're past you. So shouldn't you do smart things now? So Current you... me is the best iteration of me. And it knows so, that 16 is so going to close far. in a month. So far. Not so far. You think this is the best you'll ever be? Yeah, I okay. think I peaked. I'm peaking right now. All right, well, I can agree with that. <laughs> this is Mount Olympus that's one of the few, right now. That's one of the few places I will agree with you wholeheartedly. You will never be better than you are in this moment, Max. <laughs> it's all downhill. Well, I mean, maybe it'll get better. No, you can't back down now. Well, now that you're second-guessing yourself, you're already worse than you were three seconds Joe, ago. Joe, I'm talking in riddles. You know that. <laughs> what I'm saying is open for interpretation from you or me. Okay. I wish Will had a mic just because he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is you should eat out at all the places as soon as possible. That's a reasonable stance. Okay, what if you went through every restaurant in the city in a month? Every good restaurant. Then I'd start watching a lot of movies. That's so. You, would you just stop going to restaurants if you all got right. them all in? Like, say you've been to every Michelin even recommended place in the city. Yeah, I think I, I think I get into a new phase. Well, you would just like pick your favorites, go to those every once in a while, and that'd be it. Because no, you would see, I'd get into video games or something. Okay, but you would see you would keep going to Schwa. I guess. Right, you would keep going to Schwa like every couple of months because you just love it, yeah. or or you pick like two or three of those probably, right? Yeah, or I just go to every new next. Sure. So is it just experiencing what there is out there? And once you know, it's, it's, is it that curiosity? <clears throat> no. Then what is it? It's not as thought out as that. It's like, I'll just have these days where I'll be like, man, I just want to fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> 
No, you don't. You want to eat a bunch of little things. You don't like sound like a problem. I don't want them to all be crazy. You don't sound like someone who has a problem at all. No, <laughs> everything is solution. under control. I want to do it. <laughs> I'm in <on> control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to put it all in my mouth. I gotcha. Your life's gonna to be little and your pretty. life's gonna work out fine, Max. Yeah. Everything is in control. You know exactly what you are doing. Yeah, give me some foie gras that looks like a pussy. <laughs> Have you had that yet? Probably. <laughs> That's a weird meal. No, it sounds cool. Just put a little truffle. If everything was just shaped like genitalia? Pow, 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 pow. What was that? <laughs> it felt good. I bet. It felt it's, good to do. It feels good to make noises. Pow, pow, pow. Zing. Dang, dang. Walla Walla Bing Bang? Is that what you're going to do? No, is that what you're going to do, Max? I don't like that Yeah, one. hack. You're, you did it. I didn't Yeah, I did that. it because you were clearly going to say it. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I read your mouth. That's not what I was. Yeah, you didn't yeah. read my mouth. Yeah, my mouth betrays nothing. <laughs> Except your alcohol abuse. No. I've had one beer, and it was it was pretty good. Today. Yeah, one beer is fine. For an alcoholic? No yeah, then it's really good. No beers are fine. No. I agree with me. <laughs> mm, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, well, we're gonna have dinner. Yeah, probably like one course. <laughs> <laughs> you have one. You just roll tries to have one course. I didn't want to get a burger. I'm gonna get the duck thing. Yeah, sounds real. They got juicy Lucy. Sounds good. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's a Minnesota burger. Oh, what is it? It's where they put the cheese inside of the meat, and then when you bite into it, it spritzes everywhere. Does it have to spritz? No, it actually doesn't spritz. Because you can ooze. Because you can get that at a lot of places. Just a stuffed burger. Like Wildfire, a lettuce entertaining restaurant, oh, has stuffed place. burgers. Does it what still sound with? cheese and bacon? I just don't things trust you like. Anything they do. I agree with you, but I'm just saying how I would never go to that. How restaurant. unimpressive it is to put things inside a burger. If they do a good job, it's impressive. Okay, it's good food. It's just a chain restaurant. Oh, fuck that place. I hear. I, I mean, I hear you. I'm right. Okay. Okay. I mean, I agree with you that. Fuck chains, but that doesn't mean they can't be good. That doesn't mean In and Out Burger can't give you a good burger. In and Out's great. Exactly, it's a chain. Popeyes is great. So what's the problem, Max? Just because it's lettuce. Only the lettuce chain is problematic. I don't like lettuce. You like Portillos, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So what's so what's it's the, not lettuce? So then what's the problem with Fogo? I don't like Fogo. You haven't been there. I don't want it. Well, there you go. You sound like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> I haven't been there. I don't want it. I like select stuff really well. I don't. You have you have good taste, Max. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you, but you're saying I don't want that. Why? Well, I've never. I've been read there. the tea leaves. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're in Harry Potter. <laughs> I just feel. I feel like I have. Up, you know what? You know what happened to me the other day? Um, this dude, Sam Prickett. He's like, my dad's in town and he's into food. Can you recommend some places? And I started recommending some places. He went to Sunwa. He's like, hey, man, I know this is weird, but I just want to let you know. That was like the best meal I've ever had in my life. Thank you so much. So is that that made you feel real good, right? Yeah, I liked it. Did that feel better than uh, having everyone say how great you were at Lodge? Yes. It felt better to give someone a food recommendation that yeah. you knocked out of the park. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Do you, think you're, do you think you would get competitive about it? Do you think if he came back and said, dude, that sucked, would, no. you, feel, would you feel bad? Yeah. So, yeah, you would. But that's not the same as competitive. You would derive your self-worth from it. No. You just said you would feel bad. Feeling good isn't the same as deriving self-worth. It is to me. 
<laughs> You're like putting. You sound like Ken Steele. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Ken, Ken Steele, I wish I had that guy's confidence. <laughs> someone, someone made this post the other day. Um, Is he still around? No, he's in L.A. Uh, he's good. been in L.A. for a while. But good, someone good made this him. post the other day about like I think like um, I forget who St. James made this post where he's like, I don't trust my white friends unless they're into interracial porn, which doesn't make any sense. But whatever. And then Ken Steele's like, oh. So you only trust your white friends when they like to see uh, black Black women get 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 raped by white men? (laughs) What? And it's like, no, (laughs) no one said that. That's I mean, I don't think what St. James is saying makes sense, but you're an idiot. Like, no one. I've told I've told you my favorite Ken Steele joke, right? What? I know I've told you, but I'll just tell it again for the pod. But he's like, uh, he's like, he's like, (laughs) man. It's getting hard out here to be a black man. People are treating black men so bad, they treat them almost as bad as they treat the Jews. Like just the other day, as a black man, I was walking down the street. It started raining. A white woman walked up to me and she's like, hello, sir. Would you like to share my umbrella with me? And I said, yes, I would. And then she goes, oh, I didn't realize you were black. Never mind. You know, just like they treat the Jews. (laughs) Well, you're part Jewish. You appreciate that joke. <laughs> I love that joke because it makes... It doesn't make any sense. Well, there's no, it, it gets, there's, right? like, there's like nine way, intersecting ways that it doesn't make sense. Sure. It's so utterly nonsensical and just not true. It's like it's told as if it is a story that happened. Of course. Which uh, clearly it didn't. It definitely didn't happen. Yeah. In, no one does that for anyone ever. Yeah. Strangers don't just Offer say, you like, an would you like to stand under my umbrella? Yeah. That never happens. And also, people can tell when you're black. black. <laughs> yeah, yeah it wasn't not, a secret. It's not hidden. It's <laughs> yeah. not like you need to be near enough to, like... Especially Ken Steele. Yeah, that dude's black <laughs> as Aggressively day. Aggressively night, <laughs> not day. Day is, day is wrong as night. For sure, night. Did I ever tell you... um? When I was uh, the last place I lived in Minneapolis, I lived with this this really cool dude, and he was an adopted dude from Africa, and he had very dark skin. And I used to sometimes we'd both wake up in the middle of the night, and I couldn't see him. And then when I realized he was there, I would get scared. Wow, you're like super racist. I, it was just because I lit- physically couldn't see him. I'd be like, "Oh, you're there!" Yeah, because his skin made him invisible. Really, I can't remember his name. Like a superpower. JP. Okay, good for him. He's a good dude. I b- I believe it. Sounds like yeah. a great guy. He told me one time. He was really he was an interesting roommate because it was just me and him, and uh, I don't remember why on earth I lived with him because we barely knew each other. But um, he's like he would confront you about stuff, so he'd be like Max, uh, like two weeks in the living room. He's like Max, I gotta, I gotta talk to you. Um, you don't smell good. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you just got you gotta you gotta do something about it. Uh, and I did. You showered. Well, I, I don't That's think I was showering every day, and I, I wasn't wearing deodorant. How old were you? I was, like, I had graduated college. Okay. Uh, but I was, like, and it's not like I hadn't done these things before, but I think I just got lazy with it, and I thought it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, I've been very, and then and then afterwards, he's like, Max, I you did it. I appreciate it. That happened to me with Noah Rockland at Shuba's, like, a year and a half ago. He told you you smell bad? I did, because I stopped wearing deodorant years ago. And I put on enough weight where I needed to wear it again. And I was like, fuck, that's what happened. Noah told you that. Well, because I smelled bad, but I was sitting next to Noah. And I'm like, so surprised Noah would do and that. And like, dude, I'm so sorry. 
And then I started wearing deodorant again. Then I lost enough weight where it didn't happen. So I don't usually don't wear it anymore. <laughs> it's a good story. <laughs> I miss Ken Steele though. That guy I was don't, that I guy was them. he was so insane. He was insane. I I totally see where you're coming. Just from. watching him on stage at Mike's, like, oh my god. And <clears> he really thought he was great too. I know. He he was super nice. Like he liked me a lot. He told me as soon as he started, he's like, dude, you should go to L.A. I'm like, dude, I think I should get good first before I try to like build a career. He's like, dude, you are good. And I was, I remember, I was, I was with at PH hanging out with Alex Stone, and Alex like, I think he's just trying to not put the cart before the horse. And Ken's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Wait, what? I don't know. I don't Alex know. was defending me. He's like, I think he's trying to not put the cart in front of the horse, meaning he's trying to get good before yeah. he does other stuff. And Ken's like, shut up. You know, Alex Stone does a podcast with Tommy Jonigan now. Really? Yeah. Is he uh, uh, Tom Takar to his Nikki Glaser type th- kind of thing? Maybe a little. Is that I know what he, he opens for Tommy Jonigan? He lives in L.A. now. I, I hadn't heard anything about Al- Stone since I, he moved to L.A. to write for a show, I thought. Oh, really? That's what I heard. I, I should reach out to him. We used to be buds. Yeah. You ever talk to Stone? No. Super nice guy. Uh, he moved here like a year after I started. And was one of those guys who was clearly at the top because he was clearly polished and he'd been already doing like six years or whatever. Yeah. But would talk to me like I'm just a guy and would I, talk. I remember him vividly. And would talk to me about my bits and like didn't think I was shitty. Like knew understood. Like yeah, I'm bad because I'm new, but I'm not bad bad. Yeah. And like he was a super nice guy. I have nothing but respect for Alex Stone. I actually am not crazy about his comedy. I don't disagree with you, but I like Alex Stone a lot. When I started, I started probably around the time when Alex was, like, really becoming a guy. Yeah. Like, I was at that one show with Dwayne and Jeff. Yeah, that was one of the best trios of sets I've ever seen in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was there. Um, I was really enamored with Alex just at Mike's. But then when I, like, listened to his album, I was like, I don't think these bits are really very good. Like, they're just not, like, those aren't really punchlines. There are comics that are propped up by the scene because they think they're a thing. Yeah. And once they kind of perform in front of crowds that aren't in the scene, that don't have that kind of support behind it, it starts to warts start to show more. And I think Alex is one of those guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where the scene's like, this guy's great. We're going to love these bits. But in a less biased room, they're just like, that was fine. You're right. It's like a Blake Burkhart type. <laughs> sure, kind of. Where it's like, if you put him out, if you put him on the road, like, how well is he going to do? Yeah. So. Damn. We should probably get to do sex. Yeah, we're going to get going. I'm going to get some duck. Uh, I'm going to get a cheeseburger. Maybe the show will be back at some point in the future. Who knows? Um, but <gasps> the podcast is here. Podcast is here to stay. Maybe. It's probably. Okay. Do you like doing it? Yeah. Enough? Yeah. But more than the live show. Oh, yeah. Okay. You do. Come on. Yeah, live this is. sucked. Back when it was good, it was fun. It was always stressful. It was always stressful, but it was this still is not stressful at all. Sure, but this is it, a gas. It was fun before when the show was good. If we can make the show good again, it might be worth Thanks. doing again. Maybe. All right. Well. Okay. Signing off. Uh, for Max Friedman. I'm Joe Noodleman. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. Oh, that's terrible. Yep. That was really bad. Real bad. Okay. Reverderchi. <laughs> Keeper. That was pretty good. Reverderchi.